But even as COVID-19 took hold of our planet, even as this new word took over our lives, we found ourselves talking about other words too, about words that weren't new at all. Sacrifice and solidarity, compassion and community. When the pandemic hit last year, these words, words that have defined Canadians for generations, were suddenly given new meaning. It has been a tough year, a heartbreaking year, but it has been a year that we have faced together. And that is something we must never forget. We just heard Justin Trudeau summarize rather eloquently the cataclysmic events of the past year. Governments all over the world this month have commemorated the people lost due to COVID-19 and also recognized the physical toil and mental trauma that everyone has had to endure over the past 12 months. It's actually hard to believe it's been a year since this all began. Though as I stated in episode one of this season, there is now a light at the end of the tunnel and there are reasons to be optimistic. So today on this episode of The Great Indoors, we're going to look to the future. We're going to be positive and hopefully we're going to get energized. Welcome to The Great Indoors, a podcast designed to talk about technological advancement and societal change in these turbulent times. I'm your host, Matt Roberts, and joining me today is my producer and co-pilot, Larissa Yee. So my guest today on The Great Indoors is Shardell Moore. Shardell is a multidisciplined artist, storyteller, speaker, and visionary. Known for dynamic energy, she founded her multimedia communications company, Motivational Moore, to produce her production ventures for music, film, TV, digital, and unparalleled live experiences. Her pioneering works are a source of inspiration to people worldwide emphasizing elevating human consciousness. Now pushing creative boundaries, Shardell's highly anticipated debut album is also to be released this year. And crossing disciplines, she is a multi-award winning television anchor and producer. At WBFF Fox 45 Baltimore, she was a lifestyle anchor, reporter, host, and creative producer, playing an instrumental role in launching several key initiatives including anchoring and launching the daily lifestyle entertainment talk show, Be More Lifestyle. So I'd like to welcome our guest to the great indoors today, Ms. Shardell Moore. Welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm good, giving thanks for another day. Yeah, great. Yeah. And welcome. Thank you for joining us. And yes. uh, where are you joining us from today, Shada? The DC area. Oh, very nice. And is, is spring in the air in the DC area? It's getting there. It's not all the way there yet. Yeah. It's it, getting there. Right now, and I always complain about the weather because I'm British, mm. right? Um, but I'm not going to complain about the weather because it's 22 degrees Celsius in toronto today wow so that's uh 
that's over 70 degrees Fahrenheit in old money there. So I'm, uh, I'm grateful for a, a taste of spring today. So uh, anyway, uh, that's, that's what happens when you live in Canada. And um, something I ask all my guests, Shardell, yes. um, is what have you done during this lockdown, this pandemic at home to make work or uh, what you do at home more comfortable? Oh, that's a good question. But to be honest, I would say during this pandemic, I have really went through like a deep soul journey. Like it has allowed me to really reflect and really look inward in my life to see, you know, what is really important. This time has allowed me to get closer with myself, even through all this chaos and stress. So sometimes, you know, these things happen in life and, you know, you question it, but I realize, you know, it's all part of the journey. And if we don't take that time to look inward, we're never really going to truly see. And it takes a lot of courage to like look within yourself and realize like what is really important. And I think this whole pandemic allowed us to take a deeper insight into who we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. give us a history of yourself, uh, your background and your experience today, because it's quite a fascinating journey <laughs> yes. just to this oh point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the joy is in the journey. It literally has been a journey. Um, so two years ago, I left my job as a TV anchor at the Fox affiliate in Baltimore to launch my own company called Motivational More, elevating the human consciousness. And I've always been a creative. I love art in all different dimensions. And it was time to renew my contract. And I was literally getting anxiety. <laughs> and I said, you know, I have to jump. I could not explain the feeling, but I just knew it was time for me to step out on faith. And I realized like I have a passion for creativity and, you know, human consciousness and spirituality and all this stuff. And I'm like, how do I create this own lane that I can use my passion for art, inspiration, innovation, and stay true to myself. And I took that jump and I started, you know, Motivational More. And I can tell you, it has been a journey. It takes a lot of sacrifice, dedication to do something that speaks to your soul. And a lot of times with your dreams and your goals, only you can really see that vision. So you are allowing yourself to be yourself and to learn yourself through this entire process. Mm -hmm. So I would really consider myself like a multi-dimensional artist, you know, mm -hmm. a storyteller, a speaker, a poet, a lyricist, and I truly believe art is just like us. There's no cap to what it is. We're we're the creators of our destiny, and I think it's very important to express ourselves and to be unapologetic to our own narrative. Now, I can feel your enthusiasm and your energy from here, right? But why are you passionate about motivation? Is it something that you realized you had the ability to give people that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like I have that gift. But let me tell you something, King, what I've learned so much through this soul journey that I've been embarking on, the true motivation I had to learn is not even giving others the motivation, right? It's giving myself the motivation first. And that is a process right? Because a lot of times we naturally have these things. Every single person has these things that we're good at, every single person. But 
you have to realize, okay, the same things that you're giving outwards, are you giving it to yourself? And I'm realizing through this process that, hmm, I need to give this more to myself as well, you know? And even through, you know, motivation, it's very important, but also what's even more important than motivation is just balance, right? Mm -hmm. Because the thing about motivation, motivation does not last. It doesn't. And I think a lot of times as human beings, we tend to gravitate towards things, instant gratifications, good feelings, because we're all looking for that good feeling. And to realize the importance of being balanced, because you're going to have your good days, you're going to have your bad days, and it's all part of the evolution of life. Yeah. Now, it's fair to say, I don't think anyone would disagree with me, the last 12 months have been oh my goodness, a real downer. And for some, tragically so. So I think, you know, you hear it, you see it everywhere. It, it's people have, have, have really suffered. What tips do you have to recognize negativity in yourself and others and to pull them out of it? Oh, absolutely. I would say, first and foremost, check your thoughts. We all have all these thoughts that are going on in our brain 24-7. When you realize a negative thought, go deeper into reflection of who you are and say, where is this thought coming from? Because thoughts are things. Thoughts don't just come up. They, they come from somewhere. So when you when you feel this type of energy, you have to acknowledge it. Also, when you're feeling negative thoughts, do something that I call soul fun. For me, that's nature. I love nature and I love to dance. Like that's my thing, right? Yeah. We all we have that. <laughs> and you have to have soul fuel. You have to do things that speak to your soul. And only you can define that, mm -hmm. right? Very yeah. important. And also when you're facing negative thoughts, you have to realize that you are not your thoughts because if you get too attached to the thoughts king what happens is you get attached to an identity mm -hmm. because think about all the thoughts that goes onto our brain right so you have to realize okay i'm facing this but i'm not this mm -hmm. this requires self-awareness and higher sense of consciousness and it's a continuous process Nobody has it all together. Don't let any speaker, guru, pastor, anything, don't let anybody fool you. Human beings are just simply human beings. And we're all trying to figure this thing out. And having these negative thoughts is natural because it's part of the human experience. We're all human at the end of the day. So this is great. I like this. Give me an example. Give me an example. Of, you called it soul fuel, which I think is wonderful. Yes. What would be an example from your perspective on how to deploy this if, you know, you've had a bad day like many people, all of us have had it over the okay. last months. Okay, so let's say I'm having a bad day or bad thought because it happens. Mm -hmm. So like I said, nature is my thing. I have to detach, right? I have to go into the forest. I have to go around water and I have to literally zone out to clear my brain because when I'm connected with nature, I can't even explain it. There's something beyond the physical dimension. When I'm dancing, it's the same thing, right? So we have to take these moments and we have to ask ourselves simple questions. What do we like to do? Mm -hmm. Not for hype, not for money, not for fun. Not, I mean, well, it's part of fun, but not for anything, you know, like physical, like for your own soul. What do you like to do? And that's why it's so important to ask yourself these questions. Yeah. And your thing for your soul fuel might be something as simple as drinking tea. 
right? It might be writing poetry. It might be, you know, walking your dog. Nobody can define that for you. Only when you look within, you can find out what vibrates to your own heart. And that's mm. very important. That's great. That's great. You've got me thinking now. You know? mm. My soul fuel is to do podcasts. Seriously. Okay. No, I, yeah. I, do, I get a kick out of it. And it's great meeting people yeah. like you because I'm already feeling very, you know, Larissa knows I've had a pretty long day, but I'm already feeling enthused and energized just by our conversation. So that's wonderful. Because yeah. so, you're a communicator. Well, see? yes, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. So you like that communication with people. That's part of who you are. And you have to honor that space. That human interaction, right? That human... Absolutely. You know, like like uh, Rain Wilson said a few weeks ago, by heart, we're all pack animals. We need to socialize. We need to speak. Absolutely. And, uh, and I think that's what it's all about. Shardell, who's been a positive influence in your life? You know, where do you Def get your inspiration and this energy? Absolutely. I would definitely say my parents. They're great. Uh, I came here when I was two years old, originally from Dominica, the nature island of the Caribbean. So I grew up in an environment that really was into just appreciating life, appreciating culture, appreciating nature. So it's like, that type of upbringing has really, um, you know, impacted me to be the woman that I am today. And, you know, also, you know, being a first generation, the sacrifices that, you know, my family had to go through. And I would also say, King, to be honest, one of my biggest inspiration, my biggest inspiration is myself. And I can say that unapologetically, because how much work it took to get here, there's no words. Mm -hmm. There's no words like just the reflection with myself, understanding myself, unlearning myself. It is a process. It's like the inner revolution of self. Mm -hmm. And once you begin to honor who you are, you start to move differently and you start to realize the magnitude of potential that you have and also the flaws that you had. And you never even realized because you were in like, this other oblivious world. So knowing yourself is so crucial in this journey of life. And in my opinion, there's nothing more important than knowing who you are, loving who you are, and being able to be comfortable in all aspects, the light and the dark, because it's all part of the being. Mm. That's amazing. And one of the things we always talk about in this podcast series, and, and it's important, is how technology has bridged the gap in society over the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. So we're talking now over a video call, you know, yeah. people have done a lot of online retailing. They do their birthday parties on zoom. Everything has been digitized. Everything mm -hmm. is, has been driven by technology, but in your role in your everyday, you know, uh, motivational role, how has that worked? I can feel the energy. I can feel it from you here, yeah. but I, uh, when you're up on stage and there's a crowd in front of you, I don't think anything can compare to that. Yeah. I don't think anything can compare to the human connection, mm -hmm. you know, as much yeah. as, as much as, you know, the digital stuff and yes, there's zoom and I can do virtual events. Nothing compares to the human interaction. 
nothing compares to the basics and the essence of life. No matter how much the world is evolving, people need to be connected. People need to go outside. People need to feel these things. So, you know, technology is great, but at the same time, it can take away from the human connection. And this is something that we all need to thrive. Yeah. Now, you know, we've, we've as well in this series of podcasts, we've looked quite extensively in, in a number of episodes at mental health. Um, yes. We had in episode one, Dr. Victoria No from CUNY. And, and mm-hmm. just as the sort of mental health pandemic was kind of unfolding. Now, and we also had Mary Deacon, who was fascinating. She started the big mental health initiative, mm-hmm. L Let's Talk, up here in Canada. So, you know, we know that this has been a huge, huge issue over the last 12 months for sure. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. There's an mm-hmm. optimism. Do you think getting on stage with your message and your motivation is going to help alleviate many of the conditions that people don't even realize they're suffering from right now? Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that human beings are suffering from right now is being comfortable in their own skin. I feel like we're living in an age that people have, they want to attach identities outside of self. And when you realize, and when you do the soul work, you realize that nothing can exist outside of here. And one of the most courageous things that you can do is just unapologetically own who you are. And that's basically my message with Motivational More, empowering people to become their highest authentic self, empowering me to become my highest authentic self, because that is true freedom. And I don't think there's no money, there's no accolades, there's nothing external that is worth that feeling of being comfortable in your skin. And not only that, but realizing that you matter, that you are worthy, and you're more than capable of doing anything that you put your mind to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's think, deep. Yeah. And that's a continuous process. I, it's like we're always learning. We're always discovering ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've had 12 months now of all these virtual sessions. So from a business perspective, you know, 12 mm-hmm. months of uh, sitting in this environment. Yeah. And, and, and I think we're about, we're on the cusp of, of almost coming back to reality. I think in the United States, your vaccinations are rolling out now mm-hmm. um, pretty well. In the United Kingdom, it's pretty good. In Israel, they've almost vaccinated everybody. I think we're, we're close. We're not far off from being back into what was the pre-pandemic normal. And I think there'll be an explosion and a requirement. We've already spoken about it today for motivational sessions to get mm-hmm. people back mm-hmm. and enthused and energized. What would mm-hmm. be your first message as we're unlocked, as people come back, you know, if you if you got up on stage now with an audience of two hundred people who have been locked up Woo-hoo! for twelve months, right? A lot of yes. them have been, a lot of them are feeling pretty low. They, they're, yeah, yeah. And you need to lift That's them a good up. One. What are you going to tell them? I would say the first thing I would say is we are here. Not everybody made it, right? Yeah. yeah. Some people had to transfer to another realm, but we are here for a reason. So while we're here, let's take that time to really own who we are, because obviously this pandemic has shown us we're only here for a certain time. We all know that. But, you know, this has allowed us to become closer to that. And while we're here, let's do this. Let's shine our light 
unapologetically. Let's not take things so seriously. Let's go for those dreams that we've always wanted to do. And let's be free. And that first starts with the mind. Yeah. Now we're already li- we're already lining up some of these sessions in anticipation. So I think we're going to yeah. give you a call, Shardell. What do you think? And get some of our teams and some of our people and everybody we speak to um, up and enthused as soon as we're. Uh, yeah. I think that's a phenomenal idea. I mean, because even what you guys are doing now, it's very powerful because yeah. you're connecting with people all over the world, right? Yes. Through a message, through inspiration. And the world needs that. I think we're going to go on tour, Shardell. We're going to a physical tour around the world and you're coming with you us. Should. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, if you think about everything was created, right? So why, yeah. why not create a tour? If you can create a podcast, you can create a show, you can create a tour. That's how I look at innovation and creativity because everything starts with something and you're just literally feeding it. Mm-hmm. And there's no cap unless we create them. So I'm down. Okay. Hey. And, and today you've had a, a, an incredibly eclectic career, right? You've been yes, well, a musician, so a TV yeah. anchor, like you said at the minute, at the beginning, a model, a beauty mm-hmm. pageant. What are mm-hmm. you most proud of, and what have you learned from all of those different elements wow. of of your journey today? One thing I can say I'm most proud of, to be honest, is the space I'm at right now, creating my own content. I'm working on my album, and I think nothing really. I've done so many things, but there's a different essence when you are creating from your own soul. Um, Throughout my career, you know, I've worked with some of the biggest companies, you know, CBS, Fox, BT, you know, you name it. But there's something different when you are allowing yourself to express your creativity on your frequency. So definitely at this point, creating my own content. And my album is very, very different. It's literally, I have like, rock afro beats country you know techno it's literally different it's a vibe and i said you know you know i was talking to somebody about this and they're like char who are you marketing to because it's so you know broad and i said i'm not trying to market anyone whoever feels the vibration is going to feel it and who creates these boxes that you have to do this and you have to do that you know what i mean art Mm -hmm. is boundless so i know that i'm stepping into another realm and that's a courage too because people knew me so long as a TV anchor, right? So it takes courage to say, I am going to leave this job, start this whole new thing that's not even something that you know most people see. You're talking about things that, okay, what? This is different. But I had to honor that space. And I'll be honest with you, it took time to even allow myself to own my own art mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy the mind is. Like we could be doing things and we're not even owning it because of negative thoughts, you know, limited beliefs. So it takes courage to even be free when it comes to the things that you even want to do. It's powerful. I could never be ordinary when God called me to be a visionary, incredibly extraordinary, multi-faceted leader, baby. Popular stuff don't even face me. Mindset in another galaxy. Respect the throne. Call me queen. Revolutionary.
So tell us a little about your uh, a little bit about your album then. That sounds really interesting. Yes. You know. Tell, okay. Tell us a little so bit hope- about every, all, and is it out oh now? Oh my gosh, it's 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 a it's a process. It's okay. a process. Hope, God willing, it's going to be out spring two thousand and twenty one. So this year, very soon, and it's going to be called Inward Awakening. You're the first person that I like to talk to about the name inward awakening because I really feel like I'm having an inward (laughs) awakening and it is beyond powerful it's a multi-genre collection and every song is a different vibe and every song is a reflection of a different space that I was in my life Mm -hmm. and I feel like the people who listen to this album regardless of the genre of the, the song, there's going to be something for everyone because it is a part of the human experience. Everyone can th- relate to self-doubt. Everyone can relate to insecurity. Everyone can relate to obstacles and adversity. And the power of music, the power of art, is to be able to use your story as a way to empower others. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with this album. Awesome. And, and did you record this during the lockdown? Is yes, it, yeah? yes. And that alone, that was also a process too. Yeah. But then you learn to be innovative. That's the thing about this lockdown. It, it teaches you skills that you didn't even have. And you're like, okay, the studio's closed. This is that. Okay, let's, why don't we do this at my house? Like, why don't mm-hmm. we find a producer to just come, you know, over to the house and let's do it. So it's like, you learn to be um, multidimensional with your skills when you're forced to look within mm-hmm. and when you don't have other options. And and it was something we've asked a number of guests in this series. Was your creativity heightened from being... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're looking in, you know, you're, you're forced to like look at yourself. And that's the thing about art. Art is so, it's art. There's no words to art, right? It's just an expression of your emotions, regardless of the medium that you choose to do it. Mm -hmm. There's no wrong. There's no right. It's just your truth Mm -hmm. when you are being yourself. But art takes bravery. Creativity takes bravery. So the album sounds fascinating. I'm really looking forward to hearing it. Um, so that's Inward Awakening. Uh, you Inward heard it, Awakening. You heard it here first on The Great Indoors. Woo! And it's out in spring 2021. So that's, yes. uh, that's amazing. That's great. So moving through some some other things we, we wanted to discuss and something that we've we've asked pretty much uh, I, I would say most guests is the role of social media during this yes. pandemic, right? Yeah, we're at a moment of reckoning, I believe, with with social media and everything that's 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 happening out there. But what are your thoughts on on social media and how it's benefited us or how it's been detrimental to society? Social media is one of those things. It's all about balance, right? Because if you do not use social media effectively, right, for your own mental health, it will mess you up because you are being shown so many different images and how the brain is wired, how it's designed, it picks up on images, right? So we have to also be very mindful to even what we watch because that has an effect on our consciousness, if we like it or not. We are being tossed so many different types of images. And if you are not careful, you start to doubt your own lights. That's what mm-hmm. in my one of my songs 
uh, you to plug. I said, social media has all of us messed up. Be this, be that. I call the self-sabotage, imprisonment of the mind plagued with negative thoughts. When in reality, human beings are multidimensional, powerful beyond measure, each of us blessed with our own unique gifts and superpowers, but we've been conditioned to believe success is validation from others because it's really true. But then at the same time, because there's dualities with everything in life, social media allows us to connect with people all over the world. It's a great thing and it's also a bad thing. It's all about how you use it, just like anything. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that I'm learning, especially this week, is how one thing is the same with everything. <laughs> it's, we're, we're getting deep here, but it's like everything has a duality. Everything, mm -hmm. right? Literally anything you can think about, like even bliss, like even being positive, it's great. Too much positivity is not good. It's not because it allows you to be in la-la land, right? Yeah. Sometimes we look at negativity and we think it's a bad thing, but there's also greatness that can be birthed through negativity as well. So everything has its good and its bad, its pros and its cons. It's how we as humans decide how we're going to interact with whatever thing is that thing. And social media is one of those things. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. One of the things I, I asked one of our guests is, what technology mm. would you like to see? And, and, and I think it was Rain Wilson. He said, I want something digitally that will help me unplug from my digital life. Right, which I thought isn't that was, crazy? I thought that was really interesting. So what? And, and you know, we've also mentioned in in this series how technology has enabled us to continue some normalcy, some level of normalcy with mm -hmm. our lives. What have you relied on most from a, a just a technology perspective? What if if somebody took something away from mm -hmm. you know from what you use, whether it's your smartphone, your mm -hmm. internet connection, whatever it is? What would you miss the most what what do you need the most to keep going? that is a good question you know what i do a lot but i also find it also can be can be too much is youtube because <laughs> i can go into a trance like watching videos <laughs> yeah. they're like okay i have to be careful i'm consuming all of this information all information overload because information overload for the brain it's too much. But also YouTube is great because it allows me to connect with people that have similar philosophies that I'm into. But sometimes I'm like, am I going too overboard? And the reason why I'm saying this is because every single person has an opinion about anything. Mm -hmm. So we have to be even mindful on how we're consuming content <laughs> because it's like, do we like this or we're just, it, it, it can get like overboard basically to just sum it, you know what I mean? So yeah. I would say, I love myself some YouTube, but I also realize like, okay, Shaw, turn it <laughs> off. This is enough motivation. This is enough, you know, self-love, higher consciousness things. Girl, go outside. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. But then the, the issue of course, is you could watch YouTube outside. But then you make yeah, it's true, you know, true. Yeah, that's true. Know. But when I'm when I'm in like nature and stuff, I like detach. Yeah, like I feel like you can't really be in nature and be on your phone. No, no. I think that takes away the. You, you know what point. I mean? It yeah, takes yeah. away the the vibe. <laughs> Thank you.
So this is one of my personal predictions, and I think this is because um, I'm a bit of a historian and uh, an, uh, an economist. But and this gives me hope for optimism. By the way, mm-hmm. if we look back to the last global pandemic, which was the Spanish flu mm-hmm. back in after World War One, after that there was an era that was ushered in called the Roaring Twenties. Right? Was, yeah. This is there was the Great Gatsby. It was a yeah. time for partying. It was a time for innovation. <sighs> the world just wanted to hug each other, be creative, and do great stuff. I think we're on the cusp of the next I do too. roaring twenties. I really do. I do too. Yeah. And the world needs it. This I think this is this is about optimism now, and it's something I ask everybody. And I can feel your optimism and your energy. Mm-hmm. But do you think the world is going to be different? say six, seven, yeah. eight months from now. You think people are going to have I do. a different perspective? I do think it's going to be different, but we're always evolving. Regardless if it's a pandemic or not, the mm-hmm. world is always shifting. But I do believe, at, because, you know, after darkness comes light, right? So I do believe that after this whole thing, there's going to be a celebration. And I definitely feel like it's already happening, a birth of creativity and innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. one of the things that we that we've asked a number of guests as well is, you know, the creativity that's been fostered out of this pandemic is yet to come to light because it's still in production, right? So whether it's your album, whether it's um, the podcast series that Rain Wilson was talking about, whether it's the movies that have been put on hold, but then when new v- movies come through, they will reflect this pandemic. So you're going to see this. You know, this wave of content, this great stuff wait. coming through. So we could be on the cusp of a golden, well, I'm hoping, I've, I've been saying it this whole podcast series, on the cusp, so I hope I'm right, on the cusp of um, of this new sort of roaring 20s, this, this sense of optimism. Yep. And if you feel that, for a reason, vibes don't lie. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do a, a a motivational session for a group of people, mm-hmm. Yes. The thing you want them to do basically is, like you said, have a think, think about what you will change, what you will stop doing, and what you will share. So mm. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that question to you then, Shada, because I think this is a Ooh. good. I've got to ask myself these questions, and it's yeah. As we've been speaking, it, it, it's it's mm-hmm. gone. So when we come out of this, what's the first? Th- what's your plan of action? What's the first thing you're gonna do? I want to do a show. I definitely want to do a show in person, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I've done some virtual stuff, but, like, definitely a celebration in person. And I want to be at a point after this pandemic of even a higher uh, realm of even expression and freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of like just a breakthrough, Yeah, you know? And what would you change? Ooh, that's a great question. I love your questions, by the way. Well, as you sip your little water, is it wine? <laughs> it's not wine yet. No. This is, okay. This is what not, would I change? That's my soul. That's a good, mm, what would I change? Yeah. I would say this. I would change the, the questions. Sometimes mm-hmm. I realize, and I wasn't like that before. I don't know if it's because of getting older or something. I tend to question things. Mm-hmm. And too many questions is not good. You just have to be. It creates complexities in the mind. Mm-hmm. 
So that's something I would change. Shara, just chill. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to work out. And I think that's also, you know, being an entrepreneur too. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not an easy road. But, you know, you just got to be in the present moment. And I definitely feel like I need to be in the present more. And this has allowed me to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm literally learning myself every single day. That's amazing. Where would you like to go? Where would be the wow on a the on ultimate a trip. goal? Yeah. Oh, a trip. Yeah. Oh, if I could go anywhere, man, that's a good one. Maybe Bali. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And what would you like to share? I this is, I I don't know where even I got these questions from, but I it's love quite your interesting. Questions. It's so powerful. I would say, what would I like to share? There's only one you in this world. Mm-hmm. You vibrating at your highest vibrational frequency. Nobody on this planet can replicate that. Mm. Own your inner power. Wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. And so, look, we're uh, we're almost coming to the end of my pre-selected sort of questions I had in mind. But what comments would you? There's two things I want to finish on. What would you say to yourself at 16 years of age? Ooh. First of all, your your journalism is on point. <laughs> you are <laughs> wonderful. 16 years. Oh, my gosh. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy it because you'll never have it again. Mm-hmm. No. I think sometimes we look back and we're trying to fix things. No, it's all part of your story. Mm-hmm. What would be your closing comments on everything we've discussed today? If you had to give that message out to all our listeners, that that final message of hope and optimism, because I think we've we've touched on so many interesting. Yeah, this was a great interview. Points that you've raised. If you were, if we were on, if you were on stage now, and all of mm-hmm. us were in the audience, and we've done mm-hmm. some Q and A, how would you? And we feel that we're on the cusp of this new age with everything that's happened. What would be your closing comments to to make people? leave and make those changes and think introspectively and what would it be i would say you matter you are worthy go for it all the only person who could stop you from succeeding is yourself and everything begins within so develop a relationship with yourself and everything else will follow it's the greatest discovery and the biggest revolution the inward work. Real talk. What a great discussion with Shardell. And I don't know about you, but I definitely feel energized and positive. Shardell's effervescence, energy, and message is infectious. I imagine live, in person, and on stage, she is incredibly uplifting. So please subscribe to our podcast, and if you're feeling bold, leave us a little review. And please visit our website, amdocs.com forward slash The Great Indoors, where we have an overabundance of content related to the series. I think we'll put one of Shardell's music videos on there for your delight and delectation. Anyway, until next time, I am Matt Roberts for Amdocs in Toronto, and have a great day wherever you are.